Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to our Uncharted Discussions episode of Empower to Grow podcast. This is your host, Hannah Nubasha, and I'm still with the amazing Mary Vassam. Hi, Mary. Hi, Hanan. Thank you for having me back. It's my pleasure. Mary is a specialist. She's an expert in women transformation, actually, even specifically in women transformation beyond the age of 40, which is an age where I think um, we start questioning, who am I? What do I want? Where am I going with my life? And um, a lot of these questions actually confuse us and kind of overwhelm us. And for many, I know I've had these conversations where, you know, th- there's always the resistance of this is it. This is what I know. This is what's familiar. And it's easy for you to do it. It's easy for you to say they're always pointing out something that, you know, it's kind of out of their hands. And there's this, I think Tony refers to it as the learned helplessness. I can't do anything about it. That's what I've done. Um, and that's Tony Robbins, just in case, because we were talking about it in the first episode. So from from your not only your personal experience, which you shared, Mary, but also from your experience as this expert working with women. Let's start with why the resistance. Why is there resistance for us to transform our lives? Well, the first thing, Hanan, is that the brain likes to stick with what is familiar. Mm -hmm. The brain is not wired to make us happy or to make us fulfilled. The brain is wired to keep us alive. And the brain doesn't know the brain doesn't know that new things won't kill us, you mm-hmm. know? So it, it just, it thinks that there's a tiger around the corner or poison berries, and it it doesn't want us necessarily to step out of our comfort zone. So the brain tends to just make patterns, and then we can fall into these patterns where we just keep doing what works, or we just keep doing what we've been doing, and we grow comfortable with that. So there's that that comfort in sticking with what we know and what we've been doing. So that that's one aspect of it. Yes. Another aspect is fear of what will come out. Yeah. A lot of women have a lot of pain and trauma and Mm -hmm. anger and frustration, and Mm -hmm. they may think that it will be overwhelming to become in touch with that. That's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why when I work with women, part of what I do is teach them how to move emotions through their body so Mm -hmm. they don't get stuck in the body. And so with breath, with sound, with movement, we can move emotions through our body, but that's typically, typically a fear. And also, a fe- there, there are fears of, of opening up, of being vulnerable, of even, even talking about some yeah. of either what we've been through or what we want. That, that's another thing that happens yeah. with women is we can become conditioned to believe that we're just here to make others happy and asking for something for ourselves, for us to be more or grow more is selfish or, or um, 
not uh, charitable or you know however you want you want to put it. So so there's that as well. Um, and then there's also fear of letting go of our identity or yeah. our stories. Yeah. So we have these stories of this is who I am or this is where I'm going to be for the rest of my life and I've accepted yeah. it. Sometimes we put a spiritual spin to it. You know, yeah. I've accepted this. It is what it is. It's okay. And yeah. and sometimes it's it's clinging to that identity. No, that that's not me. You know, you all go ahead and do these things, but yes. that's not me. I'm I'm this. I'm going to remain in this place because i think there's also the aspect of we we're conditioned growing up to to become versions of whether our parents caregivers you know teachers and all of this to that is the version of their sex of success from their perspective and yes. we get defined by what are these success parameters and i know for me personally um, at the age of 40, just before turning 40, I had earned my doctorate degree. I've done the corporate world. You know, I've done the businesses. I've, I've married, have the son. I've checked the checklist of society. Yeah. And yet yeah. I stopped and I'm like, I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. And, and I don't think this is what success means to me. And I had to go on this journey of what does success mean to me? How do I redefine my identity, my success parameters, um, my mission, my vision, my my passion. And it takes work. That's the point. We're not saying it's easy. Just it take we you need to set the intention and you need to put in the work. Yes. Yes. And one of the things that you're talking about is something I see all the time with women. And it's it's not just women, but that's yeah. who I work with. Yeah. It's I'll be happy when yes. I'll be happy when I get that job or we have this much money in the bank or my child gets into this school or whatever it is. It's, or when it's I lose that many pounds and look this way. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's I'll be happy when this condition met. Yes. And one of the things that we can do is focus on what we can control. Because when we're focusing on what we can't control and we're waiting for external factors to make us happy, that's just not a good recipe. That's I true. will say, I will say that transformation can be easy. It can be painless and, and quick. You know, think about it. You can get a bee sting or a snake bite and develop a phobia like that. Well, mm -hmm. you can also change a pattern that fast. And that's why I work with the subconscious mind. Our subconscious patterns run our lives. And if you don't think that you're run by a bunch of programs and they're making most of your decisions, yeah. then you're wrong. It's, it's a fact. 95% of what we do from when we get out of the bed, how to stand up onto the floor, what muscle to activate, how to get to the bathroom from the bedroom, how to what hand to use to pick up our toothbrush, whether to put clothes on before we leave our house. This is all automatic programming and our automatic programming gets in the way because when we're a young girl, something will happen to us and we'll make a decision. Oh, I shouldn't have shared that information. I got hurt. Let yes. me close or I shouldn't have 
told my friends that I learned how to do this and showed them, then they laughed, let me be small. So we have these subconscious patterns that are mm -hmm. on the hard drive of our brains, almost yes. like viruses. And at the time they protected us because we didn't know how to overcome that. We didn't know how to put it into perspective, but now they're still there. They're like these old apps that are out of date that need to be cleaned out. And mm -hmm. we can do that with hypnosis so beautifully and so easily that change becomes easy when we work with the subconscious mind. Where the problem is, is a lot of us, we're trying to change these subconscious patterns where we say, oh yes, I wanna grow, I wanna go do this, but then one foot slams on the brake and we don't know why. And we're trying to talk ourselves out of it that's with true. our rational brain and that doesn't work. Yes. And, and I think that's the point is um, I love uh, listening and learning from Dr. Joe Dispenza and yes. uh, he speaks a lot about, you know, our subconscious in, as you said, the fact that 95% of what we do on a daily basis is, is programming. And yes. even when it comes to our thoughts that dictate our actions, we're talking about 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. So if we're waking yes. up and we're talking or we're thinking the same thoughts we were thinking yesterday, that's mm -hmm. where we get in this loop. And it does take conscious effort to break that loop. But as you said, there are small things that we could do or, or even big things that we can yes. do to break that cycle and to kind of literally kick off on a different trajectory for our lives. Yes. And another thing I wanted to add when you were talking about resistance to transforming, mm -hmm. what I would add is that we are nothing but changing. And I learned this from my teacher, John Overdorf. He says, it's impossible for you to not change. So mm -hmm. you are transforming. Yes. The question is, are you transforming in the direction that you want to, or mm -hmm. are you transforming in another way? So we can't really not transform. We're yeah. human beings alive and we are constantly changing. So why not? choose the way in which you want to transform. That's what I would offer to women who might have fear of, of mm -hmm. around it. I love that. And, and that brings back agency and choice and control in our life, because now yes. I know where I want to go rather than I'm just going. It's like getting in a car and someone else is driving. Yes. And there's so much that we can do to become aware of our subconscious patterns and to change them. There are exercises, there are techniques, listening to hypnosis audios. It's very powerful when we're relaxed and we listen to suggestions of our choice, all of a sudden we just say, oh my gosh, I thought that was gonna be difficult mm -hmm. and it wasn't. So yeah. it, using the subconscious makes all the difference. And that's why so many top athletes, so many Olympians, so many extremely successful people use hypnosis because they found the secret. It helps you become so much more of what you want to become without the stress. That's true. And in the visualization as well, because um, is it um, Charles Duhigg's book? Is it How Habits Work or something like this? Um, it, it's like one of those books that really changed <laughs> my perspective on habits and how do you take control? And he mm -hmm. was speaking of, um, I think it was Michael Phelps, the swimmer. And he was saying that he practices in his head, the swim 
with the number of strokes, with what he's feeling, how he's breathing and everything that there was an instance where he had a race and I think his, um, his goggles broke so he couldn't see, but he said he only practiced how he was doing and only to realize that he not only came in first, he broke her record just because he was going on visualization. And that is again, another power of the subconscious. Absolutely. And there are studies showing that visualizing is as effective as actually practicing. And they've mm-hmm. done these studies with sharpshooters. They've yes. done these studies with, with other athletes and they've taken groups of people and this half of them will practice for the next 30 days. And yeah. this half will only visualize and then some yeah. will practice and visualize. And the ones that only visualize <laughs> actually do the best, which is pretty incredible but that's how powerful the mind is. So when we know how to use it, we can really achieve almost anything. Exactly. I love that. Okay. I know, I know we keep keep talking about this for a few hours because I love the conversation and I love these topics, but let's, if you can wrap it up in three simple steps for women who are at this point where I'm really not fulfilled let's not talk about happiness, but she feels like something's off. She's not really living up to her potential Mm -hmm. and she wants to start transforming. Do we have three small steps we can share? And of course, working with you would be an option uh, to, to get that solid, but three small steps that we can share with someone. I think the first step is thinking about what you want and what you want to design in the next chapter of your life. If you think about it in five years or in 10 years, you're going to be five or 10 years older. So Mm -hmm. you might as well do something in that period that will make you more empowered or more fulfilled. So what do you want to create? And then really connecting deeply to why. Why -hmm. is that important to you? Why is it important that you do this, whether it's for your children to see and to, to observe or your great potential grandchildren, or is it because it aligns with your values? You want to inspire others. Why is it? And really, really connect to that. And then I would say it's simple. Just take the next smallest step, whatever that is, doing some research, listening to, to, to people who have that roadmap that can tell you here is what you need to do. Here are all the steps. That's one of the things that I do with the women in my program is I say, here, I've got it all laid out. Follow me. Let's go. Mm -hmm. There are others that, that offer great programs as well. So find someone that resonates with you and, and take the first step. Yeah. I love that. Um, speaking of my first step was, okay, something is off. I'm not fulfilled. I'm going to research on YouTube positive motivation or something. And that's, you know, that opened up a whole new world for me. It was like Les Brown, uh, of course, yes. uh, Tony Robbins, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Decretos and everything. And that got me into um, further channels. And then that got me into audiobooks. And that got, you know, and then you start looking at the programs and following them on social media. And it is, as you said, it's just one small step. And it started with 10 minutes a day and then podcast, of course. And that that opened up into how much time can I dedicate? And even when people tell me I don't have the time, 
I'm busy, you know, I'm driving to work, I'm driving the kids and stuff. I'm like, and what you do during that time, this is your control, you know, even that time doing chores, cooking, you know, taking care of, of your kids. There's always some space where you can feed your mind to transform into the direction that, as you said, that you want for yourself. Absolutely. Paying attention to other women that are doing these things, being inspired, being around people that inspire you. Even if you can't be physically listening to them, watching them, these, these are important things because who we surround ourselves with and what we listen to affects our subconscious mind so deeply. So we can choose who we let in, just as we have a boundary for our physical body, we can have a boundary for our mind as well. I love that. I love that we end with this note. And yes, we can create our boundaries and we can create the, the best version of ourselves possible for ourselves. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you for Thank you. everything. <laughs> And all the work that you do as well. Thank you. And same to you. Thank you. Well, again, it is the small steps that have the compounding effect. It just takes you to start with the intent and then the action and then the consistency for you to create that life you've always wanted for yourself. As always, I wish you love, abundance and prosperity. And we're going to see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananubasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.